Welcome to today's Jersey Joe's on Sports podcast. Let's get started. Put my mic on! Yo, yo, let's go. It's time again for the Jersey Joe's on Sports podcast. Today is our first official volume. I think we got everything ironed out. We got all the kinks worked out, and we are ready to roll. Johnny, big week ahead. I'd like to introduce my partner in crime, Johnny A. How you doing, Johnny? I'm doing great, Greg. How about yourself? I can't complain. Hey, it's here. It's upon us. Only a few days away. Super Bowl 52. The New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly, Philly. Yeah, Philly, Philly, or Philadelphia, as we like to refer to it sometimes as well. But, uh, you know, uh, I think the uh, the poles are still greased in Philadelphia. The horses uh, are recovering from their bruises from all the punches they've taken. And uh, finally, we're going to get to talk about some football, which would be nice. Uh, wh- why don't we do a little bit of uh, talking about the X and O's of this game? Let's break it down a little bit. Uh, what do you see as some of the keys to the game on Sunday? Uh, well, for the Eagles, um, and, and I, I tried to look at their schedules uh, respectively, where, where did either team trip up this year? And, you know, looking at New England, um, they lost that opening night shootout um, to, the, to the Chiefs, where the Chiefs looked like a Super Bowl team for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, lost, they lost a close one at home against Carolina. Um, but the one that stands out to me is losing late in the season at Miami when Dominican Sue was all over Brady. We know how much Brady hates to get touched. Yep. So uh, you got to say the Eagles' pass rush is the key to this game. And, uh, and Foles not turning the ball over. You know Brady's not going to turn the ball over. So for the Eagles, don't turn the ball over. But when they're on defense, they've got to get in Brady's face. This guy is easy to knock off his game. It's hard to get at him, but once you do... You can see that his, uh, you know, his his play begins to slip. No, I would agree. I think the other thing that really kind of jumps out to me too, and you know, a lot of people have been talking about it. Uh, if you look at the statistics, this uh, New England Patriots have never scored points in the first quarter of any Super Bowl. And I think the one thing that the Eagles can do is they can get out quickly. They've done it before. I think that the play calling by Peterson allows them to get out quickly. I don't think he's going to sit back and try to play close to the best of the uh, with the Patriots this weekend. I think he's going to do all he has to do to try to win this game knowing that he's got a huge mountain to climb and uh, honestly if if it gets late in the game second half late I, I don't think as much as the Patriots have had success in the past I think the Eagles defense is too good I can't see them coming back if they're down by two two touchdowns honestly no I, I think you make a good point there uh, Peterson can certainly learn from history by seeing uh, what not to do he can look at the second half of the Jacksonville um, game and see go, going into your shell and playing conservatively is clearly not the way to go. You can't take your foot off the gas against the Patriots. Um, but but watching the Patriots closely, you know this is a this is a defense that that has weaknesses. Uh, they they could not contain the Steelers in that game that the Steelers should have won. You know late in the season, um, you know the loss of Dante Hightower earlier in the year really set that defense back, and I don't feel like they recovered from it. So you get Foles to dink and dunk the ball uh, to Ajayi. You know, eat, eat, you know, dunk it to your receivers on short stuff. Um, be, be conservative from that perspective. Get get them working the short stuff and move the ball because this defense is soft up the middle. Yep, yep. No, I agree. I agree. Um, all things, uh, you know, 
said, it looks like uh, Gronkowski said today he's definitely playing. There's not a question if he would play or not. So uh, um, we can rule that out, which I didn't think was going to be an issue anyway. Um, and I think that's the one spot where, um, as you know, McDaniels looks at the Eagles defense, I think their weakest at the linebacker position. So I think that's a matchup that they have to expose. Um, I think that they can run the ball a little bit, but I think the biggest matchup is going to be Gronk on those linebackers and trying to uh, find the space in the middle and just uh, being patient enough to take advantage of those match- mismatches. Yeah, no, Gron- Gronk is a game changer. Um, you know, he's a guy's impossible to cover. So he's going to open up his. He's going to make it so that his so one of his teammates or more of his teammates is going to be uh, is going to be open here. So and we had no doubt that this guy was going to come back and play. He's a gamer. He's a great player. Um, what one interesting thing I came across was that both of these teams were twelve and six against the spread this year. Did you yeah, know that? I did not know that. That's an interesting stat. Uh, number currently is still, uh, still, I believe at four and a half. Um, that's kind of sh- still shocking to me, honestly. Um, I-, I would think that the Patriots with all their history would still be, uh, a bigger favorite. Uh, I know it opened a little bigger. It's come down a little bit, but, uh, the line's holding steady there and I don't really see it changing much. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to, s- uh, slap a few bucks down on the game, Johnny. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I've taken the Patriots and happy to give four and a half. Uh, I think I'd be happy giving anything up to a touchdown. I may even give a touchdown. Uh, seven. You start to get more than that. I think you're. I think it starts to sway back towards the Eagles. I think it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. But you gotta like. You gotta like Brady. I mean, he's the best of our generation. Um, the guy's a gamer, and you've got Belichick with uh, with two uh, excellent assistant coaches that are going to be coaching elsewhere uh, next season. Um, so if it stays this close or moves closer, I think this one's a no-brainer. I would I would agree. I mean, I don't think I, – I would find it hard to find a reason to bet against uh, New England in this spot, especially, um, you know, at a price tag that's so low. You, gotta, you know, you only got to give up four and a half. Uh, you know, I, I'd be hard-pressed to bet against them. So uh, that would be my only – uh, you know, my only thought on that, and if if you honestly truly believe that the Eagles are going to pull this off, then you know what? There's a heck of a lot of value. Grab that money line at plus one seventy and hit it hard because uh, I think that there's some value in that line right there. Because uh, I don't think the spread's going to come into play. Honestly, I think if the Patriots win, it's going to be more than four, and if uh, Philly wins, it, it doesn't really matter. I uh, know I, I tend to agree with you there, uh, but I wanted to get your thoughts on on the uh, the over under here. I mean, do you see that? Do you see this thing being high scoring? Do you I see don't. This thing, uh, staying a little tighter. I do. I see it being a little tighter. I mean, forty eight to me is a little high. Uh, Lord knows, I, I hate betting unders, and I, I almost refuse to. I always root for points, uh, but if I had to pet, I, I would see this going under. Uh, although uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You have a you know twenty four twenty one game, something like that, and you get a late garbage touchdown to push it over. Um, but uh, I, I think it's going to be a, a close to the best game where. You know, the defenses are going to dominate on both sides of the ball, and uh, I, I think 48's a little high. I, I tend to agree with you there. Um, I'd love to see what the over-under is on number of Eagles fans uh, arrested in the uh, at the game. That well, they- yeah, I mean, I, I think they should put an over-under on uh, uh, $250,000 because you figure <laughs> at $5,000 a pop, how many are going to get thrown out and all that money wasted that could have went to uh, something a little bit more productive, <laughs> like maybe some additional uh, Philadelphia uh, you know, law enforcement around the city to protect <laughs> the, their beloved city. Oh. No, no question about it. I hope I hope the dune buggy dudes uh, show up to Minneapolis. Absolutely. Hey, I just want to throw this out there too. Looking a little bit at some prop bets, um, uh, you know, 
being, you know, what I talked about before with the Patriots always starting slow and the Eagles starting fast, um, I would look at first score touchdown. Um, I, I like LeGarrette Blunt. I think they get in close. Uh, you saw him pop in last week against Jacksonville. You know he'd love to get a touchdown against his old team, and I think Peterson would feed him down inside the 10. So, uh, you know, Eagles get inside the 10 early. I would look for LeGarrette Blunt, and then obviously, you know, you got to look at uh, Zach Ertz, too. I think he's a, he's a nice bet to uh, throw a couple bucks on, and they're both plus plus over 1,000. But both very nice picks. Uh, I think that New England's going to be looking for uh, LeGarrett to get into the end zone. So I think Peterson switches it up and hits Alshon Jeffrey for the opening score. Oh, I like that. All right, fair enough. But it, I think either way, you want to uh, have a little fun, you know, throw down a, throw down a nickel on all three of those, and one of them hits, and you're a happy person. No question. Maybe, maybe even put a fourth one on there and uh, and put one on Nelson. He's actually uh, he's catching a lot of balls um, and uh, you know m- making a difference here. And this is either his second or third season where guy guy looked like he was. Uh, Nelson Aguilar mm-hmm. looking like he was a lost cause under uh, our buddy Chip Kelly. Um, mm-hmm. He really bounced back. No, I agree. I think that's a good call as well. Hey, a couple of things. Uh, you know, a- after the f- uh, game ends on Sunday, a couple interesting things uh, bo- on both sides of the ball. First of all, on the uh, Patriots side, you have uh, both their offensive coordinators, obviously uh, already been talked about, slated to go. Patricia to uh, Detroit and uh, McDaniels going to Indianapolis. Uh what do, you, what do you think Belichick thinks? What do you think Belichick does? Do you think he sticks around and gets two new coordinators and goes at it? Or do you think some of the stuff that came out uh, just before the playoffs may be real with him and Brady not getting along and the cra- and craft? And uh, Bill looks at it and says, hey, you know what? I lost both my coordinators. So I don't feel like doing this again. And maybe he goes off into the sunset and uh, smells like a rose. So what are, your, what are your thoughts on that? I think that Belichick's mind is already made up. Uh, win or lose a Super Bowl, I think he's going to stick around. I don't think that winning or losing a Super Bowl is going to make a difference in his mind. Um, this guy's legacy is intact. Uh, he's got a great thing going there. Uh, rumor has it he's got the ni- you know one of the nicest houses um, in Nantucket, uh, right right down in the harbor. Um, this guy's got a good life for himself up there. Uh, I think he comes back. I think uh, w- w- wishful thinking would say you'd hope that this guy left, and you, you, we're all tired of the Patriots. Uh, their, their, their dominance, their, their run has been incredible. So as New York sports fans, I'd like to see him leave. I, I just don't see it happening. No, uh, I, I think he comes back. I think he uh, he's too he's too into the game. It's it's what he lives for. It's what he breathes for. And I can't see him stepping away. And I think he just looks at it as another challenge. Um, I think at some point down the road, uh, some of this stuff might bubble. Uh, but I think that he will still stick around as long as Tom Brady is there, uh, no matter how bad or tumultuous their relationship may get. I think they're just too good together, and it's too easy for them to win. So I, I would agree. Yeah, they look at each other. They look at each other as being perfect compliments. Um, to one another, especially given that they've got a great owner, you know, Lovecraft or hate him, he's a great, he's a he is a great NFL owner. So they, they're they're going to get these guys what they need um, as far as winning. And Belichick's got a system in place. He's it's it's next man up, it's next yep. man up into the coordinator spot, and he'll he'll coach he'll coach those coaches up. He'll give them all the leash that they need, and. <laughs> We're going to be talking about how much we like the Patriots uh, next season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're probably right. Next year, so. Let's take a look at the other side of the ball. You got the Eagles. Um, you got an interesting predicament. Uh, Nick Foles. What are you What are you doing with Nick Foles? Uh, I believe his contract's up after the season. Um, he, he's a free agent. Do you uh, Do you, as an Eagle fan, try to uh, Do you want You want him to stick around? Do you, I mean, you know, Wentz is the guy, but uh, do you want him as insurance policy? Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Are they going to be able to keep him? Uh, probably is the bigger question. 
Well, well, that's that, that's the interesting question, right? Because with a salary cap, um, the situation in the NFL is such that it's very rare that you have a capable second quarterback on your roster right now. Um, the, the the days of when we were younger are long gone, where everybody had a good number two. Right now, now with the salary cap, the, there's just not enough money to go around. It's a great insurance policy to have. Do I think that you have to do it because if you have such? I mean, there is no other position on a football team that is this important. So I think that it's concentration risk, leaving all your eggs in one basket. So I, I think that the Eagles, they should be smart about this. They should bring them back. With that said, do I think they do it? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if Foles wants to do it, to be honest with you. I think I think he might uh, look at this as his audition and shows that he can be uh, a starting quarterback in the league. And, uh, you know, I don't know who would be interested in grabbing him. But um, but clearly, if, uh, you know, Daniel Schneider is willing to go out and grab Alex Smith like he did last night and overpay for him and not give Kurt Cousins the money, who, in my mind, is the better of the two quarterbacks. Be- better quarterback. Uh, better quarterback I, I would agree. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a market for Foles. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Well, you know, you know, the Browns need a quarterback. Um, that whoever they draft is not going to be ready day one, and nor are they going to want the guy to be a tackling dummy. So, you know, a team, a team in that situation, certainly they like Foles. I mean, Foles is going to look around and say, Alex Smith is in demand? Come on now. I should have you starting somewhere. Absolutely. And I think Cousins, you know, I think you're going to see Cousins either in uh, New York playing for the Jets or possibly up in Buffalo, too. I think those would be two good spots uh, that he could land for sure. Foles, you could see Foles ending up with the Jets. Yeah, possibly. I could see that. Starting job, that. big market. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and then uh, say you go ahead and you, you do that, so you save a little bit of money in the short term. Um, if you're the Jets, are you trying to? Are you still trying to go up and get a quarterback, or you think you're, you're in the mix there to get one of the quarterbacks that are coming out this year in the first I, round? I do. I do. I think that uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sold on Mayfield, but if you're the Jets front office and one of the big three slipped to you, I feel like. You you can't second guess yourself. You grab you grab any of those big three. I can't see two of those guys being there um, between Allen, Darnold, or Rosen. Mm-hmm. But if one, I can see one of them being there. Yeah. Um, and I've looked at several scenarios. Our buddy Mel Kiper has already put out I think three of uh, his projected drafts. Um, he, he emerged from his cave shortly. He's back. <laughs> he's he's back in his cave now, um, working on that great uh, hair helmet. I was going to um, say, hopefully the wind didn't blow his hair too much. <laughs> so, so no, I, I think the Jets have to. They, they, they look at their roster. The answer is not is currently not there. Um, you're you're McCagnan. You go out. You find a free agent. Um, you find a free agent to run the team. Um, is is McCown, uh is, is he a free agent? Do we know, or is he still under contract? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Well, I, I would I would look at that and uh, consider bringing somebody in. And Foles is going to be a hot property. If he figures a way to pull this off, he's going to be a hot property. He's going to have a lot of offers out there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think there would definitely be some teams interested. And it's funny because you look at the Jets. They had the same opportunity last year to, to draft uh, Watson, I believe. He was still available and on the board when they picked, and they didn't take him. Yeah, they, 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 they were they were there with a lot of other people, just as not non-believers in him. And uh, yeah. good, good for the Texans because that really worked out well for them. It was a shame that the guy went down with an injury because he was putting up some he was putting up video game numbers no i i agree i agree it's uh it's 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 uh it is too bad but you know what i think the texans got a pretty bright future ahead of them although they're gonna have to make up uh you know for the loss of rabel but i think in the end they'll be fine oh no absolutely team you know good coach uh team headed in the right direction and uh i don't know anybody that doesn't love jj watt 
No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, well, uh, I know know we try to keep this as short, uh, you know, short and sweet. So I think we're going to cut it off here. Just real quick before we go, though, I just wanted to bring up uh, one thing. I know you and I uh, love uh, the PGA Tour, and uh, really the 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 season kind of got underway this week out at the Farmers down at Torrey Pines. And man, what a what a tournament! Uh, You had uh, you had a playoff that went till dark that had to be concluded the next day with Jason Day ultimately winning it, and uh, Tiger rallying to make the cut and uh, going out there and playing. And pretty good, tied for 23rd. So, uh, pretty exciting golf season we have ahead of us. Very much so. And we had a lot of parity. Along with Tiger's return, we have a lot of parity. There, there are a lot of young guns. There's already the established class of younger guys that we've seen uh, come in the last couple of years. Um, so, no, it's, it's off to a great start. I'm super excited about this week. Um, if I had to pick somebody this week, I think I'm going with John Rahm as much as Matsuyama seems to be the easy money. No, I would agree. Uh, Matsuyama obviously has a great track record uh, at, at the waste management, but I'm with you. I think uh, what happened last week, uh, you know, Rom's a fiery guy, and I think it just got him more fired up. So I would agree. I think you're going to see him coming out and uh, having a good good tournament this week. But, um, hey, uh, Johnny, I think I think that'll do it for this week. Let's enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, next week, I want to, uh, you know, obviously we can uh, talk about what happened after the game's over. I want to definitely talk about some college hoops. Got a lot of things going on in college hoops. And I also want to uh, mention, uh, you know, we recently launched our website, jerseyjoesonsports.com. And we also uh, are on Twitter. We've been tweeting at jjsonsports.com. And a uh, big shout-out to uh, Dick Weiss Hoops, who uh, is now following us, one of our first Twitter followers, uh, John and I are big, big, huge fans of uh, of Dick, and uh, happy to see him follow us. And we're going to promise that uh, we do our best to uh, keep up his integrity and his knowledge uh, as we talk about college sports. Uh, you know, as we produce this podcast. Yeah, the one and only Hall of Famer uh, Hoops Weiss is the best. Uh, growing up reading him every day in the uh, New York Daily News, uh, the guy is fantastic, and he is not skipped a beat. Uh, he makes college basketball even more enjoyable than it already is, which is I, pretty, pretty impossible. No, I agree. All right. Well, hey, all uh, signing off Jersey Joe's on Sports Podcast. Uh, we, we appreciate you listening. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, Greg B. Hey, Johnny A. Enjoy the game this weekend. Look forward to catching up with you next week and, and doing another episode. Greg, always a pleasure. Everybody enjoy the Super Bowl and uh, watch out. Watch out calling out sick on Monday, man. They're watching you. <laughs> all right. Take care, everybody. And hey, Philadelphia, lock those doors and chain the windows because it could get ugly. It could get ugly. Winner <laughs> or right. lose, it's going to get ugly. Talking, ex- Greg. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Be, be good. Bye-bye.